folks, and welcome to another episode of Trey Bond. Trey Bond, and then just Trey Bond, so I can get my Trey Bond. Trey Bond. Trey Bond. No, that was a stop. Oh, sorry. That's, that's all right. Yeah, well, sorry. We should work on our endings. But let's work on our beginnings. I'm Jake Spear, and join with me always are my two double O dirty what? devil best oh, buddy. Gosh. <laughs> let's, let's work on these beginnings. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Darby, I'm here. Yeah, present. Brandon, you here? You're here? Reporting. Re- uh, yes, I'm, I'm reporting for duty. Oh, I think I'm here. We'll see. We'll find out as we go along. Welcome, folks, to another episode, and we hope your week has, has been, been Trey Bond. Trey Bond! Very they're getting, Bond. They're getting further and further away, those Trey Bonds. Yeah! As if, as if calling to us from across the valley. What are we doing? What are, what are we doing today? Oh, oh, funny you asked that because mm. I was gonna, I was gonna find out. Okay. Um, <laughs> stop nudging me, <laughs> uh, Mr. McClellan, our MI6 expert in the field. Yes. Uh, what is our mission today? Well, that's a good question, Jake, and it's one that I've been uh, pondering all week, and I've come to the conclusion that it's top five allies. Oh. James Bond allies. James Bond allies. The yes. allies. Of James, James Bond, Bond in the Eon production official films. Not to be confused with Allies. No. Or mm. Allay, which is a French word for uh, something. Allay. 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 Go. Go. Because Allay. 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 Comment allez-vous? Really? We. Pretty sure. Yeah, oh, okay. I think so. Right. Oh, I do declare it's fan mail. Thank you for that. Uh, I've got one piece of fan mail today, and actually this person's from Canada, so maybe they'll be able to help us with the uh, the French. It's titled, G'day, Dirty Devils. Ah. Appropriate. And it's from friend of the podcast. Long time. <gasps> probably first friend of the oh, podcast. I know who this is. Shamir Ravji. Hey! Yes! Oh, I do declare I'm sending you Dirty Devil's fan mail. <laughs> took you long enough, Shamir. And using the official channel. Yes. yes. G'day, you Dirty Devils. Love listening to the podcast as they'd usually be the first thing I'd listen to at work on a Monday morning. But now, I love to kick off my weekends on Saturday morning here in Canada by listening to you guys. Oh, what a weekend special. I prefer Saturday morning Disney. Yes. Ah, cartoons. As I was listening to you dirty devils review the Fleming novel From Russia With Love, I really enjoyed listening to the dirty devil-in-chief, Brandon. Ah, Ah, he is. Yes, true. In-chief. And his rendition of Istanbul, not Constantinople. (laughs) (laughs) I have that song on my iTunes, but now I think I'd prefer to have Brandon's version instead. We'll work on it. My question is, does Brandon have an album of his greatest hits? And if so, are they available for purchase? Lol. Again, we'll work on it. We yes, will work on it. Yes. They will be in everyone's stocking this Christmas. Absolutely. No, they won't. Brandon McClellan's Christmas. Next Christmas. Greatest maybe. hits album of 2022. All right, well, you get started on that. 2022. Mate. 2022. Two years <laughs> to, get, to get it ready. We're well, that's just the name of the album. It might not release till 24. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Remember 2022 with Brandon McClellan and Liza Minnelli. <laughs> With 2020 being the way it has been so far, one positive thing... Absolutely. Seconded. 
<laughs> One positive thing I can point to this year has been getting to know fellow Bond fans out there and discovering your podcast and even chatting with you guys over Insta Live earlier this year. Yes! Oh, yes. Was great. Maybe I read that wrong. <laughs> I think it was the, the gap. Uh, yes, I, I put the gap. Was great. Was great! <laughs> your lightheartedness always brings a smile to my face face and <laughs> is a nice distraction given what's going on in the world these days. Hopefully we can meet up at some point and my offer of treating to donuts still stands oh, yeah. if you guys are ever in Canada. Canada. Absolutely. Yes. Keep up the great work and always keep the Aussie end up. Hey. You dirty devils, friend of the podcast. You know I do. Shamir. Yes. Thank you, Mr. Ravji. The OG the himself. OG. He is the OG, isn't he? Truly. Absolutely. He's Most loyal. One. Yes. Well, uh, there we go. More evidence to um, suggest that Trey Bond needs to go on the road. Yes, um, road trip, road trip. I, I'd, I'd love to. I'd love to hear from the people yeah. uh, who would want to see us. And pretty, um, pretty persuasive evidence for our due court date in our argument for Brandon being the dirty devil in chief. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's my star. Absolutely. Witness. Uh, yes, he'd be witness. the first person I'd call to the bench. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Mm. I'd love to hear from people about. Uh, where Trayvon should stop on their global road right trip. Now. <laughs> right now. Right <laughs> now. Where they should stop is in loca- just locations. Yeah. We can't afford this. Yes, we yeah. can. I can't. Well. Well, we can't go to uh, Constantinople because it's Istanbul, not Constantinople. Oh. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't know. We'd have to find out what the people want in that uh, uh, segue. We Sam- would. Oh my <laughs> god. Uh, there you go. Someone uh, had to do it. He wasn't going to do it himself. Like butter. <laughs> uh, so I'm giving you the results of the give the people what they want poll. Now Jake, can you run us through the three options that were presented to the listeners with of a- the Trey Bond podcast? With a brief summary. With a brief summary brief. for Darby because he can't remember anything. Correct. So ladies and gentlemen, last brief. week on the episode you would have heard in the category in the section uh, in the... Uh, brief. 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 Keep it brief. <laughs> of give the people what they want. Sounds like boxes. <laughs> is uh, number one, you've had your six. Yep. You've had your six. Which is? A little summary of uh, you will be asked a name three types of something question. Uh, and uh, you've got six seconds to do it. Uh, if and you don't. Name three things. Na- name three things of a certain category. If you don't get it, then the uh, question gets passed off to your competing partner. Does Sean Connery shoot us? In the end, if if, if you, you don't if, if you lose, you get shot by the ghost Comes of Sean Connery. Li- oh, the ghost, right? <laughs> ghost yeah. of not yeah, the yeah. zombie. No, 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 it's definitely not the zombie. The zombie no, would be no, scary. the ghost of Sean Connery comes back, and the ghost of Ian Fleming comes back to watch. Just to watch. Just, Just to, to watch. watch. Keep, keep, keep his seal of approval. <laughs> uh, number two, keeping it brief, um, is pussies galore. A lot of pussies. Pussies galore. Uh, there will be uh, several. I think it was a best of five actually. Audio tracks will be played, and you two dirty devils have to guess how many. Individual, individual cats or kittens or kittens are in that audio track um, and the winner of that uh, is titled um, who has pussies galore who, who has, has pussies, pussies galore, galore. Yes. that's correct By the way, I voted you, for you, that one you, when you mixed, mixed up my introduction you didn't give me my full title yes I know uh, yeah. yeah well that's maybe maybe your title will be extended it next will. week it definitely will um, <laughs> If you win uh, one of the three categories, one of the three... Um, what was the uh, third one? The third one, which I'm about to mention now, is... So briefly. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, 
can't remember what the third one was. What was the third oh, one? I oh, love yes. you. I love you. Yes. Worst title yet. Yeah, no, right. it was very clever. Crap. No, it was for the true Bond fans out there that, that remember that it's actually spy talk from uh, Yolt. Tangential at best. So yeah. it's code. It's a code breaker challenge. You're going to be given a code... And you're gonna be, and you're gonna call it something like you, the Lecter. What's an Lecter? How are you gonna come up with a code, code breaking machine? How is he gonna come up with a code? He's not. I'm gonna come up with a code. <laughs> <laughs> if it's selected by a the people. A equals B. B equals C. <laughs> C. <laughs> well, let's see if you'll come up with a code because I'm gonna give you the results. Yes. Uh, now I'll do a very brief. From from Trabon News Network. Uh, yeah, but it, it's kind of like the uh, Trayvon News Network's News Bites. Yeah, oh, okay, okay, right, right, right. News know. at five. Yeah, yeah. People are getting fatigued. Every hour on the hour. Yeah, it's like... Here, In this 24-hour news age. Yeah, okay. So here's what you may have missed. On Twitter, we only did Twitter and Instagram this week. Right. fuck Facebook. Screw it. Yeah, did we right. shut that place down? Yeah, I'm, I'm working on it. All right. Um, on Twitter, 16% of respondents wanted I love you. Twenty-one yeah. percent wanted you've had your six. Oh, sixty-three percent. Oh no, have gone for butchish galore. <laughs> you we dirty move, devils. We move over to Instagram. Any where, donkey votes? This where, time? No, no donkeys. Oh, wow. Hey, everyone's no, playing by the only rules. Pushish. Nine point one percent voted oh, for "I Love it's You." It's shit, mate. Can Come you on. see that in the no. numbers? Thirty-six point thirty-six percent voted for "You've Had Your Six. Fifty-four point fifty-four percent went "Pussies Galore." Jake, this is what happens. This is what happens when you put something like this in a poll. <laughs> so, what are you going to do now? What's your uh, next move? Um, I I run as far as I can, <laughs> as fast as I can. You're just going to download a whole bunch of cat- back back to. My, back Cat to my sounds. laboratory. You're going to end up on a list. And you are. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to keep be... searching these fucking cat videos, and he's got this weird obsession of finding more and more cats per video. And at one point, he searched a video with 36 cats. This guy's a sicko. <laughs> if there's any list I end up on, it is one of it, it is on uh, the top ten lists of uh, best podcast episodes ever. <laughs> oh, uh, four. Next week's give the people what they want. Pussies galore. Me out. Me. All right. Buckle up, boys. Me out. Well, of it. Here's one for you. Just for us. Just for us. Stop listening. Just block your ears. Yeah, this is just a random shake. They're the only ones that get anything out of it anyway. All right. All right. Previously on Death by Otto's Fixation. Yeah, he said it. He's come round. He's come round. Let it go. Don't make a big deal. Kidnapped via Otto Doss. <laughs> <laughs> Got, you there. Got him. Uh, kidnapped by Otto Doss and his nefarious sidekick, the newly anointed Scan Dexon. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. Patricia is held hostage in the grand old Cairns Hotel. In a seemingly abandoned story thread, and for reasons yet unknown, Doss interrogates Patricia on her knowledge of 007, the Bondola, and its underlying power source the nondescript item. Yes, yes. Creeping in through the roof, Bond and Stevo make an unlikely pair in their attempts to rescue Patricia and uncover the detail of Doss's latest world-conquering plot. Stevo, however, ruins any chance we had of unearthing any meaningful plot information by blowing their cover and hurling a monkey wrench at the Scandexon. Hilarious. Right. Hilarious. This allows Doss to escape with Patricia 
as the bruised Scandexan knocks Bond unconscious and then brutally murders Steve-O with the aforementioned monkey wrench. Yes. Uh, it was brutal. very it was very dark. God yeah, rest. Very dark God rest. Okay. Chapter 9. Losing Traction. Oh, oh okay. Vehicle episode. It is. <laughs> <laughs> the blue and white 1953 Ford Custom Line roared down the flat coastal road at an impressive rate of knots causing nearby pedestrians to recoil as they guarded themselves against the sudden rush of outwashed air. Dean Martin's latest hit uh, blared from the stereo speakers, a sweeping orchestral number that lent the scene an unsuitable romance. Spectre. Knuckles white, eyes steely, James Bond drove his requisition vehicle with a vim and vigour fuelled by revenge. Oh, very nice vim and vigour. That's right. Mm -hmm. Ahead... Otto Doss's black Holden FJ special stuck to the tarmac greedily, rubber squealing round the slight bends on the beachside strip. In the rear view window, in the rear window, in the wide rear window, oh, Doss's yeah. wide rear window. Yeah. <laughs> the shape of a woman. No. Two women. Patricia and Annoyed with the music now, Bond fiddled with the dial as he kept his eyes glued on the flowing asphalt. What's he doing? Or asphalt. A news anchor crackled in, speaking urgently. I say once more, Her Royal Majesty Queen Elizabeth has been reported missing by her official guard, presumed kidnapped during the melee that occurred this morning during the celebratory parade this morning in Cannes. Oh, the Queen! The Queen! Anyone with information regarding Her Majesty's whereabouts must contact the Federal Police immediately. Bond gulp. <laughs> Up a winding, narrow mountain road, the convoy raced. Spots of rain began assaulting Bond's windshield as big dark clouds loomed over the wide, wide sea. The custom, line, the custom line's headlamps tore through the gathering uh, rain, illuminating the distant taillights of Doss's speeding streamlined sedan. S's. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. In Bond's rear view, a single headlight approached, quickly growing larger. Steve. It was a motorbike, no. travelling at incredible speed. Scandexon. Wide, wide <laughs> tyres sluicing through the intensifying rain as the heavy roar of the engine caused vibrations in Bond's seat back. Sluicing, well done. Thank you, yeah, I, I, was, I was happy with that one. Mm. Uh, its rider wore no helmet, and as the bike pulled up alongside the speeding custom line, Bond was hardly surprised to find the wild blue eyes of the Scandexon peering back at him. Ooh. He raised a gloved hand from the handlebars. The barrel, barrel of a pistol now pointed squarely at Bond's nose. Thinking quickly, Bond veered across the blacktop, slamming into the Scandexon and causing him to wobble scarily and then suddenly slow. The manoeuvre, though daring and spare of the moment, would ultimately be Bond's downfall. Oh, no. Tyres begging for purchase, the custom line began fishtailing crazily. Oh, no. Please, 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 On purchase. the wet road. <laughs> The back's gone out. <laughs> the front left tyre clipped a boulder on the roadside, oh. and suddenly Bond was sliding across the asphalt on his roof. What's Council doing? Careening towards the edge of a roadside cliff. Fix Particularly when the Queen was visiting. Fix your roads. Well, yeah. this was 1954 in Australia. Uh. Seat belts and indeed guardrails on high mountain roads had not yet been invented. Oh, yes. very true, very true. As the massive metal beast scraped and sparked towards its final destination, Bond was surprised to find that, given his plight, his attention was, was focused instead on the voice of the radio newscaster once more. Will James Bond survive a planet to almost certain death? 
will he manage to save the Queen and foil Otto Doss's dastardly confused plot? Will Jake do something to actually advance the narrative next time? Excuse me. Will the boys of Trey Bond ever agree on a story direction for their silly, <laughs> silly tale? Find out all this and more when Death by Otto's Fixation returns in 2021. <laughs> oh my god. And that's it. What a cliffhanger. Literally. Almost literally, literally yeah. pretty much. Uh, close, I tried. Oh, mate. Three word review. Oh. God save Queen. <laughs> Bent? <laughs> Alright. Gripping. And how? Oh. <laughs> you should, you, good one would have been gripping, unlike tyres. Oh, ah, yes, yes. Uh, that's my three word review of your three You word two review. boys love to do these bloody time jump things of how did we get here? Oh, it doesn't matter. Where'd the car come from? Oh, it doesn't matter. Excuse me, I how revert, did we get how, we, how did it Bond get from the bloody edge of Parramatta language. Park to the roof of bloody fucking this can? It's all in the language. Uh, I refer oh. you back requisitioned. to requisitioned. Yeah, requisitioned vehicle. That implies that he found one. Fleming does it. Fleming does it. Oh, we're just here. We're just here. Fleming does it multiple times. Maybe I should just appear in a bed and breakfast. And we just do a cafe order. Maybe that's how we open the 2021 episode. Well, you're not next. It's up to Jack. Well, yeah, yeah boys. Right. Oh, all right. See you in 2021. All right. But for now, let's do a little bit of fact check because we're breaking the rules here. It's fact checking another top five. But we'll keep it nice and quick. Once it's you a new have rule. Once you have broke, I believe Archimedes said this. Yeah, yeah. Once you have broken a rule, fuck it. That's a fact check for next week. No, nope. <clears throat> no, 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 no. Just believe me on that one. Okay. No one has better grasp of that. Well, all, that's the back end of the quote. That's the back end of the quote. It is. Believe me. Just on that believe one. me on that one. Yeah, yeah. 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 Archimedes said that. Yeah. Archimedes. Yeah, yeah, that's his principle. Is it? <laughs> uh, how are we on maths, boys? What's twenty oh. percent of six? Ten out of eleven. Twenty percent of six. That's right. Twenty percent uh, of six is thirty. Think, no, think it's, about it. It's, think about it. It's 1.2. 20% of 6. 1.2? 1.2. That's how many votes you got on Facebook last week. I got one, how did I get 1.2 votes? 1.2, I don't know. 20% <laughs> of 6. There you go. <clears throat> did Brandon win the last Twitter vote? No. Or is Twitter oh, traditionally... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or is Twitter traditionally Jake Spear territory? No, I, no, no, no. I think that oh, this Twitter is, is traditionally to. my county now. I ha- I've sat mm. with it. I've sat with it. I've listened to the people. Yeah, right. Yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah. The tradition has formed. Let yes. me say this. It wasn't a tradition before. It was a trend. It was, it was a trend. It was pat, a trend. Pat, pat, Trending pat. blue, firmly, solidly blue right. state. Right, right. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me tell Trending you this. Blue. Trending blue. Yeah. Trending red. We don't know no, what we're talking blue. about. Yeah, right. Excuse me. We don't know what we're talking <laughs> about. Because the last Twitter vote... Was forgive the people what they was want. Was forgive the people what they want. But right. they know what I want them to pick. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what he means? <laughs> They're not so no. much voting for a leader as, as they are kind of just, just common an sense. Idea, and like the, the right option. So they weren't voting for in, us individually. Yeah. It's they representative were government. The, it's representative. They were voting for the give the people what they want sections, which all come from me. Yeah, but, but, but we influence them because we go listen and don't do this yeah like i was very firmly like yeah pussies galore absolutely yeah yeah and also because uh brandon fabulates and tabulates it is manipulates manipulates no 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 no, 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 that's a base it is it is technically his territory right 
It's it's Brandon territory. Do you log into the Twitter? Uh, no. 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 Do I? No. Brandon does. Brandon I've territory. Never, do either of us actually log into a digital space? Yeah, you've got Facebook. Huh? Do either what? How can it be actually your territory if you don't physically go there? Uh, because Archimedes covered this in his second principle where he said, I think that I'm on Twitter, therefore I am on Twitter. Mm. I see, I see. And then he said, uh, 20% of six is 30. Fact checked. (laughs) All right, how about this one? Does Darby say Martin Binder? (laughs) What? (laughs) What? Does Darby say Martin Binder? When? Does he call Morris Binder? Martin. Martin. Did you claim that I said Martin at some point? Brandon. Brandon stopped you. Brandon said, did you just say Martin? Who's Martin? Did I really? You did say Martin Binder. Oh, really? Very, very quickly. Right. Timestamp, 48 minutes, 33 seconds. I'll be checking that out. It's... it's, (laughs) it's, It's one of these ones. It's one of these ones. Ready? Martin Morris Binder. Oh, he catches himself. He catches himself immediately. But there's a quick Martin in there. Uh, quick Martin's alright Quick Martin's alright A slow Martin You don't want to do Unforgivable slow Martin Absolutely. Unforgivable uh, How do you pronounce um, The aforesaid uh, Morris Binder Oh yeah The fact check rule If it doesn't sink in Do it again Yeah What were our three camps Maurice Binder Morris Binder Or a mix And I was Maurice Binder I think so But then I th- I'm pretty sure You did say that you would Flip and flop And I'm yeah, sure yeah. I did Because I'm a man of my word <laughs> <laughs> Well, Brandon technically wins because it's really a take your pick. Choose your own Morris adventure. Really? Well, how does he say it? When yeah. it comes to his... How did his mama say it? Well, I'll tell you this. Mama Binder. Mama Binder. Everyone... Mama Binder. Everyone... We don't know yet. Oh, not everyone. Binder's but... full of women. Remember that? 2012. Roger, <laughs> Roger says Maurice. Can Adam and Peter Hunt... Save Morris. Uh, oh. But the official James Bond... It's like how we can't figure out if it's Jake or Joke. Yeah. Same I'm sure, sort of thing. I'm sure it's Jake. Very clearly. It, Jake doesn't Jake sound like a real word. is no. my name. The official James Bond voiceover on the special DVD featurette on James Bond opening titles... Oh, yes. ...says Maurice Binder. Ah. Maurice Binder. 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 All right. Put her in the bin. Oh, uh, we'll fact check. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Roggie in the title sequence for The Living Daylights? Oh. Yes, this is a controversy. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say because I watched The Living Daylights title sequence yeah. um, After. afterwards. Yes. I think you're half right. Yes, I Either think I am it. too. I think I am too. Certainly. Because <laughs> I'm unable to get... <laughs> A hundred percent definitive evidence on this. Mm. If there's if there's someone out there uh, looking to fill a niche gap in the uh, Bond universe, someone needs some serious detail on the making of the titles. All of them. <clears throat> Every single one of them. Did you go to um, Art, of the, Art of the Title? I did. Ah, I did. And they didn't have anything. No, no, not about this specific little gripe. So, taking a closer look, it, it's my opinion that they've actually reshot a, a very similar silhouette sequence to that of what appears in *The Spy Who Loved Me*. But it is and a different actor. As well? Yes, I think I think the I think the footage that originally first appears in *Spy* 
is reused in subsequent Roggi films. Yeah, of him spinning around, spinning with around, the woman, and picking up the girl and pointing the gun pointing the and gun things like that. Back. I think as a way of homaging that piece of clearly iconic uh, titles uh, imagery. Well, MB thought so. Is yeah, reused so. because if you take a closer look at the at the, uh, the Bond hair, hair doesn't look like a Roggi head. No, and is it's it a ha- Dalton head? No, no, it's definitely, it's definitely not, a not a Dalton head. No. I think they've gotten a random model actor. Can't do that. It's like a more wannabe. Yeah, because it does have a bit of a fluff and a wave to it. And I don't know whether it's just the editing or it is the actual blocking and action of the of the movement. It does seem to be slightly different in terms of maybe not necessarily the way that he turns, but the way that he grabs the girl. I think the Rodgy footage, he actually wraps his arm around the girl's waist. Whereas this guy in The Living Daylights grabs her by the hand. He then picks her by the waist as he runs her Or vice versa, maybe. I might be confusing the two. Did people used to say Mention? And then over time it became Mention, 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 eventually Tim Tim Mention. Mention. (laughs) (laughs) Now, according... I love that you've actually done this. (laughs) According to Online Etymology Dictionary, around about 1300... Mention, which means a note, a reference, a calling to mind by speech or writing, first appeared. From the Old French, we get mention, mention, spell spell that for me, M-E-N-C-I-O-N, which means memory or speech. From the Latin, we get mentos, the fresh maker. The fresh maker. Not quite. We get mentionum, mentionum. A fresh breaker. Uh, yes, which means a calling to mind, a speaking of, a making mention. From the root of Old Latin, mincisi. Mincisi, which means to think, which relates to the word mens. M-E-N-S, which means mind, and is from the Proto-Indo-European language, oh my God. men, what? which means to think. Oh, really? so to... To be a man is to think. Is to think, according to Proto-Indo-European language. Yes, it does. But the origin of the Minchin family name in English uh, is a nickname from the Old English, which uh, uh, is pronounced... uh, Pronounced. That's new. (laughs) That's where we're going. That's the evolution of... Pronounced. (laughs) Pronounced. M-Y-N-E-C-E-N. Mind chilling. Which means none. Ah. But what was the question that was asked, though? (laughs) Uh, The question was asked, did people used to say mention, mention, mention? So, no. Then it goes, mention, 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 Tim mention. They said other other words that kind of sound like No, because mention in French, from a diminutive of the Picard dialect, Ah. which means... Munch can make it so. uh, Minch... Minch, a a dialect form of French, which means mince, slender, thin. Right. So the minchins that come from France... Ah, what have we learnt, Jake? That they're thin. Right. Thin meat. Thin meat, perhaps. Tim Minchin. Tim Minchin. Thin meat. Thin meat. But no, people did not say mention. Or, uh, Mention. Uh, Mention. Said. Mention? Yes, that's how I pronounced it. And thank you. <laughs> mention, 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 Tim Mention. Tim Mention. No, no, no. We should probably oh, issue a wake up call for anyone who fell asleep yeah. there. <laughs> so this is, though, they're well awake because this is hey, fascinating hey, hey, stuff. Hey, hey, hey. Don't. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> 
Darby, He's, Darby uh, Deck, you dirty over. devil, said the music video emerged because of live concerts that were telecast I on television. I said may have. Fact check. Um, it's your job. Although, <laughs> I didn't know I was going to get this kind of rebuffing. <clears throat> now... Although the origins of the music video date back to musical short films that first appeared in the 1920s, no. they again came into prominence in the 1980s when the channel MTV... Music Television. Music Television. Music Videos. Music Television, 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 Telemundo? Oh, no. Stop it. I want that stricken from the record. (laughs) I want it investigated. Something's going on here. The fact that they were so quick to jump in and cut that off, there's something there, folks. Oh, God. Prior to the 1980s, these kinds of videos were described by various terms, including illustrated song, film, oh God. filmed insert, oh. promotional film, promotional clip, promotional video, song video, song clip, or film clip. In film clip is fine. That's I don't mind the... song clip. I think that's song that, that clip? could have that could have taken off. I, I quite so like gentle. illustrated song. I hate that illustrated yeah, song. Yeah, no, I'm not into that. I hate no? that. In 1926, and I we... hate you. Well, come on, I, I'm just reading the facts. Yeah, but you like it. Yeah, that's just look. In 1926, with the arrival of the talkies, many musical short films were produced. Vitaphone. But musical short, short films are not music videos. No, 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 no. We're talking about an evolution here. It doesn't all doesn't just happen overnight. Mention, no, mention, music mention, video. Mention. Music video is you've got a song that's released to the public. I want to make that song more marketable. Therefore, I will film a video to accompany it. Right, 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 right. Not right. like a, a a short film that has music in it. Right, right. That's not a music video. Right. Okay. So, so these uh, Vitaphone <laughs> short films that were produced by Warner Brothers. They featured many bands, vocalists, and even dancers. All right, that's a music video. Mm. In the mid nineteen forties, in the mid nineteen forties, musician uh, Lewis Jordan made short films of his songs, some of which were spliced together into a feature film called "Look Out, Sister." These films were, according to music historian Donald Clark, the ancestors. Of music videos, mm. apparently. Now, the oldest example of a promotional music video with similarities to more abstract modern videos seems to be the Czechoslovakia Dame si debut, Let's Get to the Apartment. Someone's oh, in a hurry. Yeah. Created in 1958 and directed by Ladislav Richman. Mm. Now, by the mid-1960s, concert films... Is that incontinence? Ah. By the mid-1960s, concert Films were being made of live acts, like Darby said, as That's well as exactly what I it said. It is what you said. As filmed inserts by bands like the Beatles were being created in order for artists to reach a wider, more say global audience. Say what? What? That, say that again. Bands like the Beatles. But no, no. The Atlas. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Have you on the other Beatles? Beatles? Have you? The Beatles, John the Lennon, Atlas. Ringo Starr, they're Paul McCartney. The Be- they're called the Beatles. Tim Minchin, the Beatles. They're called the Beatles. What are you doing? What am I doing? <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> are there any guesses, to wrap this up, on what the first music video was to go to air on well, MTV? Yeah. Oh, yes, okay. I'm going to say that the first music video... Give me a year. 1981. Nice me. And then just touch me. No. They're like a good boy. 
1981, yep. the first music video ever on MTV. Ever on MTV <laughs> was Pavarotti singing Nessun Dorma, <laughs> surrounded by a myriad of bikini clad women. And if you look in the background, you can see a boob pops out on one of them. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. All right, okay, done. Uh, first music video ever on MTV. On MTV ever. ever. I think it's a trick question. Ooh. MTV never existed. <laughs> it was MTV. It was M- It was music television, 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 television. Mention. Uh, 1981. Who's around in 81? Are the Beatles still kicking? The Beatles? Yep. No. They're there. Um, They're there. They just released Let It Be. Oh, I reckon it's Let It Be. Beatles. By the, by the Beatles. Uh, it's neither of those things. Pavarotti's not there. The Beatles aren't there. Really? i tell oh. you who is there. The Buggles with their hit, The Beatles. The Buggles. The, the, bu- bu- oh, the Buggles. Bu- buggles. Buggles. The buggles. Buggles. With their hit, one of the greatest... Video Killed the Radio Star. Oh, of course. Yes. The greatest rock band that ever lived. Timely. Yes. Timely and pertinent and timeless. Yes. Wow. Yes, the kids still love it. Third and final fact check for this evening. Third? Brandon said that Daniel Kleinman was an Third. ad director. Hang on. There's two more after this, I think he means to say. Maybe. We'll see. (laughs) Brandon said Daniel Kleinman was an ad director or music video director before he went on to the Bond We just had a question on music videos. Yes. And I think I know what he's going to say here. What's he going to say here? I think that not only was he a music video director, Mm. but he directed Gladys Knight's Licence to Kill music video. And I think that's how he got the job. I might be wrong there. Is he bang on? Wow. I look wrong. He usually nods after I say stuff like that. Well, well. It just came, when I was listening to the episode, I was like... Did he though? Did that happen? I don't know. I don't don't Google these things because I want to be... You just pulled that one Genuinely surprised. Mm, 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 mm. Did he direct that music video? uh, I don't know. There's a vague memory and I feel like we might have talked about it on the podcast. Possibly. If not, we should have. Shame on me. Daniel Kleinman... Was an ad director and musical uh, musical video director. Uh, so no matter what he says after this, ladies and gentlemen, remember song. I was right about that. <laughs> Starting off in 1980, before music videos were technically music videos. With video killed the radio. Yeah, song. Kleinman has shot music videos for artists such as Adam Ant, Stevie Wonder, Sing- uh, Simple Minds, Pat Benatar, Prince, Madonna, Van Halen, Fleetwood Mac, and many, many more. Uh, including his most recent credit for Billie Eilish. Oh. No Time to Die. Billie Eilish? Billie Eilish. He did that. He did, he that. did that. Oh, Daniel. That's a rush job. That's a rush job. I thought that was her job. team. He's, he's, he's got the credit, baby. Uh, I did not like you. Well, his earliest TV commercial credit, though, doesn't appear until 2012 with a series of ads for the Intel Ultrabook. Ah, a classic uh, personal computer. Yes, yes. As for the Gladys Knight thing, that's news to me. Didn't pop up in his Ah, IMDb. Then it's it's probably not true, because I feel like you would have have found that in your fact checks. Maybe. 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 This calls into question this whole operation. Maybe this calls I wouldn't look too close. I wouldn't look too close. (laughs) But, ladies and gentlemen, that's fact check. That's fact check. Good Lord, that was like 20 minutes, man. They're always pretty long. <laughs> <laughs> I've had longer. 
Well, gentlemen, it's time for our favourite segment, ah. and it's the preconceived notions. Is it? Ah ha ha! I want to swim in your notion eyes. Whoa! Billy Eilish reference. Is it? Your preconceived notion eyes. Who wants to glow let's, first? Yeah, let's move on. Well, as is tradition, Jake, I think you go you first. You go first, Jake. As is tradition, as my is preconceived tradition. notions, I'm going to keep this brief as always. Yeah. Right, um, see you in 15 minutes, folks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we're going uh, we're gonna to call into question uh, the very idea of an ally. Yes. Can a Bond girl be an ally? Can an MI6 no. regular be an yes. ally? No. Can yeah. a villain in some form we've got Bond women as a category. be an ally? But some Bond women are A villain aren't can't allies. be an ally by the very nature of a villain. What about when they ally? Allah, Mayday, Aptak. Ooh. Now that's henchman. Yeah, but she is for a moment an, an ally. ally to Bond. Oh, dear. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> Look oh, out. Dear. I think we're going to have another. Uh, Gadget vehicle thing. God, like we him. might There's have to no do. poles. We're going to. No, we have to go to the poles. No, we're going to No, but in all seriousness, I, I don't, I don't think we're going to come to blows too much on this. Well, you've, you've laid some pretty high-velocity dynamite. I just like to throw grenades. You know, velocity's the wrong word. Yeah, uh, unless you're throwing it. Well, and the velocity maybe I will. would be dependent on the. Projectile, not the dynamite itself. Well, the dynamite would be the projectile. <clears throat> would be the, the projector. Oh, yes. yes. What is the Shoot third the rule of um, Adamantium's law? What's his name? Uh, oh, Pythagoras Adamantium. <laughs> uh, he, uh, Agamemnon. His, his third <laughs> principle, I don't believe we've brought it up. No. Um, what? Oh, oh no. Uh, his, well, his third principle is actually that uh, 30% of six is, is 20. Right. Uh, it it's was 20, 20 now. 20% of 6 was 30. It's no, 30. I don't believe that's right. <laughs> and that ties into the velocity of uh, projectiles. That's right. Is yes. Right, right, right. Yes, yeah. Of course, of course, of course. Uh, preconceived Jake, your notions. preconceived notions. <laughs> I think um, Darby's. Darby's preconceived. I don't think about this beforehand. Well, you should. We've, we've, we've done this so many Darby, times. Darby's allies. What are we going to get here? I think he gave. gave uh, gave up the ghost yeah. a little bit there. See, it's the same with his his um, titles. He yeah. loved Avtec. I yeah. think it might have just been a good be example there. that I had. Yeah. yeah, very well prepared Doubtless. on the surface of your vocabulary. Um, I'm just very smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, Mayday's going to be there. I'll call it. He's going to have. She shouldn't be. She's a henchman. She is a hench person. Yeah, he's already defending her now. Yeah. Got him. Got him. Um, any general trends for the Darbosphere um, of allies? No, not really. I think it's going to be a bit of, bit of a scattergun, I think. A little bit of old, a little bit of new. Um, as for your number one... Um, it's all we needed to know. Look, I think... I'm going to say this now across the board... I think Felix Leiter, in the form of Jeffrey Wright, will feature heavily on people's lists. Both both peoples. Yeah. All Mine peoples. and Darby's. I and think his. so. I think so. And his. He's just gave so. away the goat. He did. I think so. Gave up. Gave he, him to... he, he ghosted the goat. Ghosted Possibly. It. As for Brandon... Is my number one Felix? That was, that's what you're saying? No, I think you didn't give me number oh, one. Oh, I give you number one. No. Do the job. Kincaid from Skyfall. No, no, it's Mayday. It's Mayday is my number. Mayday's one. Mayday's your number one. one. All right. 
He's really defending it, though. Who else is it going to be? And Brandon's? I know, but it's not my time to say preconceived notions. That's all right. right, all right, all right. Brandon's preconceived notions. Very traditionalist. Yes. Um, look, a little bit of chit-chat, a little bit of table talk before the, before the podcast. I reckon we're going to get some MI6 regulars in here because apparently, traditionally, they are, by nature, allies. Correct. According to? Darby Deck, actually. Mm. Um, oh. So you think MI6 regulars will be on my list? Yeah, I think Bernard Lee might pop up. That's number two. Well, yeah, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say Bernard Lee's M is actually Brandon's, Brandon's number, number one, one ally. There you are. There you are. There you are. That's me. Uh, Darby, what are your preconceived notions? Oh, are you doing Bernard Lee? What are you no, doing? No, I'm, I'm doing uh, an old man who's had a very long day. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Interesting list, the Allies. Interesting hmm. research phase. Um, it could go any which way. I'm ready. I'm ready for some left field options from both of you. Okay. I don't think you're going to give me any left field options, Jake. I think you're going to be a populist boy. How dare you? Um, and your number one will be Jeffrey Wright's Felix Slider. I think he gave up the ghost. Ghost cool. gave the ghost to the goat. Be the ghost cool. has eaten that throw dummy. But... Yeah. And Brandos. See, see how quickly I'm doing this, by the yeah. way. Brief. <laughs> um, I do think you have an MI6 regular. I. <clears throat> When I was thinking about your preconceived notions, you know, because I do think about things before we record, um, mm. the one that I remember you responded really well to is Karen Bay. Oh, yes. You loved him. Mm. Um, really had a lot to say about him. I don't think he's your favourite. I think he's high on your list. Mm. Your number one will be a Bond girl. Oh, no. No chance. Hmm. Hmm. Curious, Aaron. Curious. Wow. Uh, all right. All right. Well, here's my preconceived notions, and here's here's a little uh, gear window. Jinx. Into Dine my <laughs> into my brain. Mm. Careful. Turn you back. don't want to look too long. Turn back. Don't go in there. I don't count henchmen, <gasps> Bond girls, <gasps> or MI6 regulars <gasps> as allies. Oh. And my realisation while doing this list is that we probably should have put MI6 regulars in the hat. Mm. But no, it's not that I will say this. Well, see, there is. Because oh, I was going through the list and I was mm. like, they are all MI6 regulars. Yes. Mm. And weirdly, Felix Leiter feels more like an MI6 regular to me, even though he's CIA. He is the definition of a Bond ally. Yeah, I think there's like a regulars category that is in my brain. And allies don't really appear in more than one movie. Right, There's okay. exceptions to that They're kind rule. of like day players of the week. Yeah, they're kind of one movie goers. But they're not Bond girls, and they're not henchmen. Well, one thing I will say to that, Brandon. Yes. Uh, uh, oh, and, and oh, sorry. May, may I say, but unlike where I draw the line mm. with, uh, with this hard and fast rule with vehicles and gadgets... I can somewhat more understand how you could class a Bond girl as an ally, but mm. I would say that because we have a Bond girl slash Bond women category in the hat, mm -hmm. so my preconceived notions are wrong. That out, that out bans the banished. They are banished <laughs> from this list. Fair enough. Um, mm. I did go by. Uh, not revealing too much of my list. Yes, yeah. But for, for most of my list... I've still got a preconceived notion, you. ...list-based things, um, I did go buy off, buy off mm. the James Bond wiki. 
uh, oh, list of the, the list of allies. Mm. Yeah. Valuable resource. So everything, everyone on my list was there. Because that was something I went through. I went through a couple of different sites and every site had... A slightly, a slightly different, different variation yeah. on what they classified as an I ally. I did notice that. That's mm. why I went James Bond Wick. I was like, if, well, probably that yeah. one. I think they're the best resource. The definitive yeah. resource. Yeah. But, well, no, the, no, definitive, the definitive resource, resource. is the Trey films. Bond. Trey Bond. <laughs> yes, no, no, of course, of course. We well, decide for resource. you. <laughs> <laughs> we are the primary and only god. Right. Alpha and Omega. Yeah. Um, look, my preconceived notions for you. See how quickly I've done this, Jake? Very. <laughs> uh, Jake, I think your number one is uh, Zukovsky from uh, Goldeneye and Twine, because you got your Brosnan boy in there. Oh, yeah. Maybe Jack Wade. Oh, gross. I think I think those Brosnan-y, those, the, they are the ties he that likes bind them. you to this world. He likes the Brosnan allies. Darby, I think just, and this is purely going off your love of the film, I think Karen Bay is your number one Bond ally. Wow. So there are preconceived notions we're jumping in. Well, I'm not telling you if you speak to me like that. All right, my go. Uh, no, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Go hang home. On, hang on, listen, no, 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 all right. Uh, it's too hot for this. I've got, th- I've got three dishonourables. My back's hurting. Keep it brief, keep it brief, like me. Um, Mary Goodnight. Dishonourable. Dishonourable. Ah, uh, she, she's a gone, she, gone girl. That's a Bond girl. No, she is a field operative. She works for MI6. She's an intelligence operative. It does cross a line, doesn't it? Because mm. when does it cross the line into Brandon's being sexist now? And yes. going, well, she's a woman, so she can't <laughs> be an ally. <laughs> and you know what? Shame on me. <laughs> He's not going to stand by it. No, he's not. He's swaying. He's a flip and a flop. Bond woman's a stupid category. It is. Because they can be allies, they can be henchmen, they can be villains. It's a stupid category. Let's scratch it. Ooh. Maybe we don't do Bond women. Because otherwise, it is a little girls. bit ranking the hotness of women, isn't it? Yeah. Kind of. I think we'd bring a little bit Didn't more to it than that. Did we do Bond women already? No, well... No, we did villains and some... And I some... we did, because I thought... Uh, Isabella Skorupko was like my number one or something. I think you've dreamt that. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> Revealing too much there. <laughs> I dream about doing these top five episodes. <laughs> That's um, how I formulate my well, yeah, notions. I think if you make the case for them being an ally, because some Bond women are duplicitous, some are henchmen, some are very clearly Yeah, because I would say Electra King is a villain. She's a yes. villain. She's not a Bond woman. And she was very high in my list and others, I believe. We scrap Bond women. All right, scrap. All in favour? Say aye. 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 It's, 20, it's 2020. Yes. I can't believe I'm, I'm only having this thought now. Well, would you have changed your list a little bit there? Yeah, 100%. Uh, uh, no, actually, there's more dormant sexism. Ah. What a revolutionary episode. <laughs> uh, my other two dishonourable mentions are VJ from Octopussy. Oh, the tennis player. The tennis player. Mm-hmm. The actual tennis player. Literally a tennis player. Yes. And Jinx. From Down Another Dad. Oh. Yes. Who is a CIA operative and god-awful. God-awful at her job. Yes. Mr. Darby Dick. All right. Well, my dishonourable mentions. <laughs> I've got two real ones, one fake one. Mm-hmm. Um, what? I'll cast your mind back to 2006's Casino Royale. Done. When we see Mr. James Bond on his on his 
on, on the mission in Madagascar. Oh, yes. Patent pending. Oh, Is it Madagascar? Yeah. 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 Mr. Agent Carter. Yeah. yeah. Stop touching your ear. Stop touching your ear, mate. Incapable agent. Incapable yeah. agent. Horrible ally. Literally an ally which does the opposite of what an ally should do. Yes. He blows Bond's cover. He ruins everything. Hinders does not help. Hinders. And Jake. Yeah. How did you forget this one in your dishonorables yeah, list? How did you? Only the most dishonourable mention you can possibly mention dishonourably. Well, hang on. No, 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 Do you no, think no. I wouldn't call him an ally. Well, Absolutely. he certainly is in. How is in he the an man ally? With the golden in the gun. man with the golden gun. Uh, J.W. Yeah. He flips in one movie. I would say yeah, he's, he's a, a he's heel. More of a, yeah. a heel. Well, yeah. look, and then he flips, he flips to being a an not ally. to hijack, but I he was on the list, and I actually took him off because I didn't want to even mention him. Do you want to add him? Oh, good right. for you. Well, further to JW, I'd yeah. like to make another dishonorable mention. Oh, Is this the right. fake one or the real one? It's Steve-O. Oh, oh yeah, second. What? Oh, get out of my bones! Get, out, no, of get out of it! No, no I'm out. so glad you came. Oh, the what worst. a joke! I took such pleasure and I, I relished every yeah, second. Yeah, wrenched the head. Oh, that's awful! I wish that that story had gone on. No, longer. stop, yeah, yeah, yeah. you boys. Ten times that's absolutely. Yeah. No, he. There was so much potential there, and I think he would have you, been. But a, you a, ruined it. A real you had family him fart in Bond's face and then throw a monkey wrench to blow Bond's cover. Yeah. You've ruined Steve. He I can added be an obstacle. A, I added this backstory, beautiful, by the way, of him being a, an, an alcoholic ex-fighter <laughs> yeah, pilot yeah, yeah. from the war and that he was dealing with those kind of psychological issues. I had and, some and birds you, attacking. You turned him into a punchline. Oh. Yeah. You, you shat on the legacy. He could have been honourable. And you wrote his uh, death sentence. Sealed his death sentence. De- sealed it. S- wrote the sentence in which his Death sentence. Signed, sealed, and then I delivered. No, see, I I believe you two gents never even gave him a chance. We I did. gave him more than a fair shake of the sauce bottle. No, yes. I tried to come up with quippy dialogue, grow his character a little bit. I had him attacked by some crazy seagulls. seagulls. It was all there. It was all uh, there. Brandon brought him into the uh, the parade. The parade, yep. Yeah, we tried. We tried with steve We did give it a go. I gave him But then you goes. had him fart in Bond's open mouth. Open mouth, Jake. <laughs> right ahead of him. No, I believe I believe Bond says he assumes that that's what's happened. No, you no, literally no, no, you, said you did it. Farted in his open mouth. You shat, you shat on Bond, and you shat, you on, shat on us, and you shat on the listeners, no, and you I... shat on Steve-O's legacy. And my first dishonourable mention here, here, it's Steve-O oh. from <laughs> Death by Otto's Fixation. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, following up very closely, uh, they're all Rogies, actually. Oh. I've got VJ. Yeah. Played by VJ yeah. Armitage in Octopussy. Real boy. Look, I know some people have a big soft spot for him and they they find his death scene to be quite affecting. I don't get it. Wait, how does he die? He dies by the yo-yo blade. Oh, yeah. yeah the buzzsaw. Yeah. Yo-yo buzzsaw. Granted... That'd be a rough way to go. And he doesn't die instantly Ooh, from it. He, no. he bleeds out. They leave him. It's a horrible death. He had it coming. But I don't feel in any way moved by it. Uh, I find his introduction to be lame when he's playing the, the snake charmer flute. Uh-huh. And it's the Bond theme. Yeah, yeah. come on. Silly. He First should know better than that. He should know better. Uh, How do you get the sheep music? All of the, 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 the tuk-tuk... Um, Oh yeah, right. Tuck, tuck, tennis match. Yeah, and his little oh. one-liners, 
And he's a terrible actor. That's a bit meta, the terrible actor thing. But that, that counts for me. Yeah, mm. absolutely. But even a great actor, I don't think could save that. Come at me, Octopussy fans. You <laughs> haven't landed a blue yet. <laughs> uh, following up, it's J.W. Pepper, particularly uh-huh. in The Man with the Golden Gun. And I had the, the argument queued up that if it was Live and Let Die, no. Because no. I wouldn't count him an ally. Anyway. No, he's not. He's not. He's Right at the end for about five seconds when he's... Uh... He goes, oh, secret agent yeah. on whom said... Yeah, yeah. I'd, I, would, <laughs> I would take great pleasure in uh, crushing his windpipe. <laughs> <laughs> Taking that chewing tobacco out of his mouth. Yeah, and just pummeling He's really face. triggering for you. In oh, The Man yeah. with the Golden Gun in particular, because yes. I yep. know that he... We've talked about this on the thing. He's We're meant to be laughing at him for his racism but really it feels like we're meant to laugh with him we're meant to find him endearing and charming i'm not going to repeat some of the things he says in that film mm. it's it's disgusting and and the seg- section where he's in really is where that film sags yeah. and he's joined he adds to the sagging my other dishonorable mention lieutenant hip Oh, yeah. Why the fuck he doesn't... He drove away. Well, first, uh. when we first meet him, why doesn't he tell Bond that yeah. he's an MI6 yeah, he playing, agent? What's he playing at? Why does he do this whole Takes thing... Takes him off into the harbour. Into the harbour and then Bond jumps onto the thing. Why doesn't he just go, sorry, mate, had to get you away? Why does he wait to say that That's in the joke. office? Stupid. Dumb. Dumb. And why the fuck does he drive away... Come on, man. When, the, when they're escaping the... Dojo. Or if he does initially drive away, but. I could I could forgive the initial drive away because yeah. he looks over his right shoulder. But the girls, three seconds later, yes. you would stop. You would stop you because the girls driving. are in the background going, "Stop, stop! He's yeah. not in the fucking car, hip." <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, you madman? It is a heel. Yeah, hip, hip can. Uh, Re- we need a hip replacement. Oh, he could, <laughs> he could take a, a Scott, a Scott hip and a jump. Ah, uh, Sc- yeah, Scott, Scott, Scott egg. <laughs> What's your honourable mentions, Mr. Spakejeer? Yes. All right, I've got a oh, couple. Oh, actually, my other dishonourable mention is uh, Shakespeare. Oh. oh, yeah, I'd second it. <laughs> what? You're no, no. See, in, or- in order for me to be a dishonourable, I need to have allies. No, you need to be no, You need ally. to be an ally. Which no. you aren't. You're meant to be. But, but isn't James Bond the ally of the allies? Are you saying you're James Bond? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that you How two. Dare you. I'm How saying dare that you, you two aren't my allies. All right, all right, fine. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Well done. Top top ten hit, hit villain. You. Oh, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. This only. But not number one. This only nah. makes them hate he doesn't you even make more. Either. Dishonorable He's mention. Like, yeah, yeah. My honorable mentions, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, um, Saunders from the Living Daylights. Mm. Mm. Uh, which one? Gets crushed, gets crushed by the, by the sliding, sliding doors. doors. Oh, yes. Horrific, Saunders. horrific. I really care for that, man. Um, Mathis. Casino Royale, of course. Mathis. Love him. Duplicitous. Somewhat. Suspicious. Suspicioned. Yes, suspicioned. Yes, suspicioned. But proven. Innocent. Yes, yes. Um, and I would say with Mathis... I am slightly influenced by uh, his presence in the novels. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. I feel you. Yes. I, I, I look, when I think of Mathis, I think of that actor. I think of Casino Royale Mathis. Giancarlo Giannini. Yes. Well, uh, I'll say a similar thing here. Just I'll just slot it in. Right. Because uh, uh, Karen Bay, he, yeah. he, I thought about featuring him on my list. Right. But then every time I thought about him, 
Yeah. I remembered his backstory in the novel. Oh, in the novel. And I was disgusted. And I said, I can't put this guy on my list anymore. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. See these novels? There you go. Draco. Malfoy's Harry Potter. Um, no, I think he's a classy dude, old Draco. A bit corrupt and a bit kind of dark and shady at times. Gets his daughter in the face. Oh, with a closed oh, fist. Well, I forgot about that, didn't I? Or, you've or is it an open, open palm? An open palm? Either way... Which Connery allows. Yes, we, we don't. <laughs> I'm going to make... That's part of the Trayvon Charter. Don't fucking do that. <laughs> <laughs> um... I did put Karen Bay on my honourable uh, mention. Oh, yeah. That's all right. You can you because can... I didn't think about him from the novels. Well, it is about the films. Yeah. Technically, technically, um, Tiger Tanaka. Oh uh, yes, from oh, the yeah. alt. He's all right. The M of the East. Yeah, love him. Uh, Kincaid. Skiffle. Skiffle. Grumpy old man. Mm. Uh, the Alfred of the Bond world. Yeah. Yeah. I would say Q is the Alfred of the Bond world. Hmm, I'd say he's like the Dennis the Menace uh, of the Bond world. The Walter Matthau. Or the uh, the Kevin from Home Alone. Kevin Malone. Kevin Malone. Why? Because Kincaid says... his name. Home Malone. Malone. Right. Oh, Because he rigs his house with booby boys. Honourable mentions. Yes. Valentin Zukovsky. Ah. From Goldeneye. He's pretty cool. Not Rob- from Twine. Uh, sure, chuck it in. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, so flippant with a classic, <laughs> uh, classic ally. Um, the other one I like, well, there's two more. One was Kincaid from Skyfall. Oh, yes. Killer. Very unique Bond ally. Very, very unique. I don't think there's any others in his mould, which is what is so intriguing about him. And I do like uh, Quarrel Jr. From oh, Live yeah, and Let Die. Die. Oh, yeah. Gives a lovely little performance. Very soft, kind. Very much like uh, more Quarrel than the original Quarrel, according to the book. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I think he's closer to the actual quarrel than the quarrel in Doctor No. Oh, right. Um, yeah, yeah, and I know he is supposed to be him. Um, that's it. See how I get that brief again? That was really oh, quick. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not going to keep it brief. <laughs> oh, he's got a few. That... Here are my honourable mentions. Scattergun, uh, let's go. We'll start from the very beginning. I'm going to say quarrel played by John Kitzmiller in Doctor No. Ah. Uh, the, th- the reason that I put him as an honourable, though, and he doesn't <laughs> make the list, is that the writing of him, his performance is great. I love his energy. I love his characterization. The writing with the whole fetch my slippers, all that kind of stuff, mm. it, it, it kind of places him as manservant, which, uh, even for the 60s, was probably... Uh, it's a bit old-fashioned, so mm. that that knocks him down because he doesn't get the the red yeah, carpet good performance. Great character, yeah. Um, then I would go Milos Colombo oh, in yeah. For Your Eyes Only, played by Topol. Yes, um, he is the best of a of a bad film. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, shades of Shades of Karen Bay and that kind of. That that mold it, for your eyes only really feels like it's trying to take some of the best bits of the previous films, but not really knowing how to get that balance right. Mm. Too much salt in the soup. No, oh, yeah. yeah, take it back. Less yeah. salt. Yeah, way less salt. Mm. Uh, then I would say Saunders. Yeah, in the Living Daylights, Very played good. by Thomas Wheatley. Wheatley. Uh, I love the fact that he starts off as a bit of a. Um, uh, where he's the do-gooder by the book kind mm. of thing. There's this nice kind of transition from... Uh, he, he gets a begrudging respect for Bond. 
right at the moment that he meets his maker mm. and and he's he's probably one of my favorite sacrificial lambs mm. in in the series yeah uh and then i couldn't believe i'd done this but from die another day <gasps> i have such a soft spot for just surviving mr chang just surviving oh mr chang in the the hotel royale yes. ruby on whatever uh, I think he's probably one of my favourite parts of Die Another Day, actually. Yeah. I can't remember if I said anything nice about him, but if I said anything bad about him in my drunken Die Another Day rant, I take it back. <laughs> I really like Mr. Chang, and I always think about him. Mm. I wish he'd played a more pivotal role in the in film. The film. It's pretty nothing, isn't it? Yeah, because he could have continued if they'd stayed in... Asia, yeah, yes. Instead of As going to Cuba, he could have been the role that that then Cuban guy fills. Actually, yeah. that Cuban guy—that's another dishonourable mention for me because yeah. it's a waste of it's a waste of and an awful scene. Yeah, uh, yeah, just boring, mm. boring. No, but the clinic is in Cuba. He has to be in Cuba. Yes, of course. All right, are we under the official top five? We're getting um, into the top five. five. Number five for me. Charles Gray as Dicko Henderson. Dicker! And you only live twice. Dicker! Supposed to be Aussie. The Aussie contact. But he's not. But the very British Aussie contact. Yeah. He's only on for a blink. Well, so why is he your number five? Because yeah. I love him! I love this character because not only does he get a really. Not only is it Charles Bloody Gray, and I adore the man. Absolutely. Um, it's a hell of a death. He gets stabbed in the back through the uh, paper wall. Um, it's a killer performance because it's Charles fucking Gray. Um, and it's a really interesting glimpse into that man's life. Someone who's kind of been almost marooned in Japan after the war and is almost having a kind of crisis about how much... Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but uh, it's the joy of the character and how much they've invested in it, I think. It's like this man who is kind of conflicted. I won't say the line, He's I don't think. He's getting choked up. Um, but it's, <laughs> <laughs> this is only number five. We've got a long way to go. But, you know... That he's hanging on to his kind of British stuff and then he's kind of in love with Japan and he's kind of going mad because he's out here by himself and all this sort of stuff. I, he just really sticks in my mind. and He's a really strong part of that film for me. Yeah. And it's Charles fucking Grey. Yeah. Mm. Strange middleman. Um, fucking. Yeah. My number five was a surprise to me. Was it? Uh, scrolling through the wiki, and then I clicked on this fella's oh. name, and I went, this is James Bond's best friend in the field. Yeah, In yeah. terms of people that James Bond met, went through hell with, and had an instant connection and camaraderie with, this guy's high up there. And the quintessential ally. Jeffrey Wright as uh <sighs> Great performer as well, Mr. Shane Rimmer. Does anyone know who he plays? Oh, yeah, well, he's quite a few people, but he's... Uh... I think you're going to say in The Spy Who Loved Me, yep. the captain on, yeah. the, on the ship. Commander Carter. Yeah. Oh, Commander. Yeah. What a guy. What a yeah. cool performance. What a great lived-in character. And just so warm. You in- instantly know who he is. That's what I need from a, a, a small part in a film. You know what I mean? Mm. I believed his backstory. I believed that he had respect instilled, ingrained for this secret agent. And I believed that he was willing to lay his life di- down to help him. Yep. To yeah. ally with him. Yes. He's a great ally for Oh, me. that's a great one. Hmm. Number five. Very, very nice. Number five. Well, 
I'm going to agree with you, Jake. My number oh. five is Dicko Henderson. Yay! Diamonds are forever. Uh, not diamonds are forever. <laughs> <laughs> could be. <laughs> he won't be well, Could be Maybe. one of the clones. That's where he could gets be. the plastic surgery from. <laughs> no, it, it is. It's just fucking great. Oh. If he was not knighted, he fucking should have been. He yeah. fucking should have Charles fucking Jack Gray. Sir fucking, Charles fucking. Fucking Sir Charles fucking Gray. Fucking. Explicit. Um, oh, yeah. What, what more need be said yeah. about this icon of British cinema? Well, how much better would he have been had he been played Aussie? Imagine Charles Gray right, doing, Aussie. doing an Aussie doing an Aussie accent, accent. Yeah, yeah. Oh in Japan God. as a guy with the kind of crisis. It would have made it better. <laughs> to your point, Jake. To have, my point, would have gone deeper still. Yeah, he delivers a line in there which, in anyone else's hands, I think would have ended up on the cutting room floor. Full and Japanese. It's when he no, it's when he. I'm not going to go there. It's when he turns back to Bond and he goes. Uh, that's uh, stir, not shaken. That is right, yes? Yes. And when he does that, it's like, oh, that would be so cringy outside. But when he does it, you're just mm. like, yes, may I have another? <laughs> <laughs> so there you are. Dicko is my number Two five. Two for Dicko. Two for Dicko. Just a couple of Dickos. Just a couple of Dickos. My turn again, is it now? Four. Number four for me is Tibbet from Abtak. Sir Godfrey Tibbet. Sir Godfrey Tibbet. Mr. Tibbet, I Tibbet. think... Tibbet, yes, that's what I said. No, you said Tibbet, fact check. Oh, <laughs> fact check. Oh, I heard Tibbet. I heard Tibbet. He said Tivet. Darby said he thought he heard Tivet, and you no, said... No, I said Tibbet. Yeah, I thought you just said Tivet. Yeah, this is a mess. Fact yeah. check. Dig up. Excuse me. <laughs> Either way, it's bloody Tibbet. The relationship that he has with Pond. <laughs> the relationship between those two is absolutely adorable. It's hilarious. I love it. And his death is so painful. Well, we don't know. That's up to him to decide. But it's... Heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. heartbreaking. It is right, heartbreaking. Right, 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 right. It's painful to my heart. Gotcha. Darby, gotcha. you wouldn't know about that because you don't have a heart. But right, anyway, right, 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 right. Tibbet is my number four. And I wish... Look, he left me wanting more. And for that, I'm thankful. But there forever will be a part of me going, I wish he came back. Or mm. I wish I saw him in one more. I always like to think that it is not Sir Patrick McNee doing the narration in those Bond uh, behind the scenes. It is the ghost of Sir Godfrey Tibbet. (laughs) (laughs) Because he talks about Roger Moore and Sean Connery and all the actors as if he's like, but foreign concepts, these names are. (laughs) I think it's the ghost of Godfrey Tibbet. It's the ghost of Godfrey (laughs) Tibbet. Well, my number four, and Jake, I'm inclined to agree with you. You're being very agreeable today. Hey! It's Tibbet. Hey! There you go. Hey! For all those reasons mentioned. He's yeah. hilarious. Great bit of slapstick carrying the bags, into, yeah, the bags into Bond's room, washing the car. He's got all these little moments Take just handpicked for his character. And they all, they still work. They're in service of the plot because you believe Roger's attachment to this Absolutely. To when this man. You didn't have to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you really get that sense. Yeah. They were buddies. McNee. For me... Well, there you are. Well, it's all three, McNee. Oh! I think this is the first time this has happened. We have all put, officially at number four, Sir Godfrey Tibbet. Wow! Patrick McNee. Yeah, my God. He's he's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. That bit with the the suitcases is comedy gold. (laughs) The chemistry between Roger Moore and Patrick McNee... Mm. 
is is sensational. Is I don't buddies. know if we've had chemistry better than that. No. And I wonder if they've worked together or if they studied together or yeah. something. Yeah. They're it's around like a the real same friendship. Age. They were mm. in like the Persuaders or the Avengers or they had done something together. Mm. Um, but they were obviously very good friends and it just comes through. And when he dies, you're right, it, it's heartbreaking. Mm. And uh, dare I say painful. For him. For him. Mm. But we'll never know. But also for us. But also, perhaps, for us, maybe. Yeah. See? Moving on to number three. Number three. Valentin Zukovsky. Uh, from? From both. Both. This man will forever uh, symbolise uh, Bond ally for me. Mm. Bond ally number three. Bond ally number three, yes. Bond ally. Careful, careful. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love the man. I think we... I'm so glad we get two films with him because he gets a bit of a journey and we get to see him evolve and change and he starts off as a bit of a baddie and there's history there from back during the Cold War days. Yeah. But he loved capitalism so much that when we see him again, he's running a casino. And a caviar factory. And a caviar factory. (laughs) He's an entrepreneur. (laughs) Uh, no, I think Robbie Coltrane, I mean, he's a scene stealer. He's a fabulous actor. Very funny. Very funny. And um, I know the kid in me uh, was so shocked to learn that he wasn't Russian. And, <laughs> and I was like, who is this Russian man? I was like, oh no, he's a pommy. Um, it's Hagrid. It's Hagrid. No, I love him. I love him. Um, I've got a real soft spot for him, so I'll put him at number three. Number three. Hmm. Dubby, who have you put as your soft spotted third spot? My soft spotted <laughs> third spot is uh, Mr. Felix Leiter. Oh. In his tenure from 2006 uh, to 2020. Uh, uh, portrayed by none other than Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey well, Wright. 2021. 2021 now. Is that official? That has to be. Well, unless that film's coming out in the next couple of days. Why not? (laughs) Well, it could be 22. They might bump it forward for a change. But I mean, this guy, we've spoken about him at length before. Everyone knows how we feel because you feel the same way. This guy is the epitome of cool. We meet him in a casino. Brother from Langley. Brother from Langley. He's got that voice. I can't believe he's only in Casino and Quantum. They didn't bring him back for the other two. Yeah, it's crazy. It's heresy. But I yeah. think it's going to make his his grand return even stronger. Yes. And I think he's going to be one of the our favorite, our personal favorite aspects of um, No Time Today. Mm. And uh, yeah, I mean, how could you not love Jeffrey? How could you not? Move your ass, James. <laughs> <laughs> yes, gets me pumped. We should only. What, what's he say? David Harbour's got the bad line, but Jeffrey's oh, yeah. got the good line. You know who they are and you still want us to get in bed with them? That's a good line. But then Harbour ruins it. Yeah, and then he goes, yeah, you're right. We should only deal with nice people. Yeah, and the look on Jeffrey's face is like, you didn't, you didn't pull that you one off, mate. You're going to do it like that? <laughs> uh, well, my number three, I thought we would uh, be exactly the same here, Jake. But unfortunately, we do. this is where we split. Uh, we differ. We split to differ. Uh, I've gone Pedro Armanderes, Kerim Bay in From Russia with Love. Uh, he set the template, I think, for the, the international ally. ally. Yeah, mm. I know we had quarrel before, but they don't stick the landing there. It's you know he's not an equal. 
to Bond. No. Whereas Karen Bay feels like uh, the slightly older Bond of uh, Istanbul, not mm. Constantinople. Um, Karen Bay for me is my number. He's just so. I don't have the novel version in my head. He's no. such a separate version for well, me. Well, you'd loved him for years. Years and years. He is so charming. Um, and I think there is that sentimental aspect for me too that is not so much the character, but it's mm. meta again. Knowing that he's dying of cancer and that he's still oh, pulling yeah. off a performance like that, mm. that's incredible. Mm. Uh, if only we all had that kind of grace and charm. Yeah. Um, and that's not to say that what he's done is what's, you know easy, because it's not. Mm. But um, what a man. And, and I think that there's so much of him that is imbued in that character. 100%. Yeah. And he just... He elevates an already spectacular film. Mm. And when he dies on the train, I really feel that. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's That's Brutal. a death that I'm like, ah, he didn't have to die. Yes, he could have gotten, he he lived happily ever after. Yeah. 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 yeah, and it really gets you. So there you are, Karen Bay. Karen Bay, there you go. Number two, Jake. Number two, getting close to the top of the tree here. For me, it's none other than Bond girl herself, Natalia Simonova. Oh, wow. Natalia from Goldeneye. Simeon. From Goldeneye. You're right with your preconceived notions. It's all brozzy shit. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. She's one of the best parts of the best film. She's capable, and she's kind of running her own race. She's t- she's she's got this kind of tenacity for this for her vengeance. She's off trying to find out who these people are, how to beat these people. Essentially, she's trying to hack. She's she's she is. Nineties hack. Nineties hack. Floppy disk. Tippity tappity tippity tappity on the keyboard. Ridge chip. That's right. Ridge chipset. Ridge chipset. Um, no, I, she is fantastic, and she's a great ally because, like all good allies, like all good friends, she tells her friend James Bond how it is, and I really like that scene on the beach, with that nice little line where Bond's like. Oh, keeps me alive. And she's like, no, no, it keeps you alone. Mm. That for me... And then he pulls her back down and he just, he just eats her face. Yeah, yeah, God, Rossi, <laughs> just keep your mouth off it. Jesus. Like, little bit of that kind of purpose and way of like, all oh, right, Casino Royale's coming. Well, that's not purpose and Wade. That's uh, Bruce uh, Firewall. Well, bro, Bruce Feinstein's <laughs> like, you know, Casino Royale's coming. <laughs> That's what I like about it. So that's why she's number two. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, very good. That's why we put you in charge of fact check. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Darby Deck. My what number... outrageous claim will you make? My number two. Better not be brozzy shit. I think it might be May Day. Oh. Um, Bond's longest serving ally. Oh. And, uh, Q. Oh, I think there's, yeah, there's, there's a bit of MI6 there, there will be yeah, some contention yeah, yeah. here. Yeah. Yes, he is firmly a MI6 regular, undoubtedly. It's Desmond Llewellyn's Q. Ooh. Q. However, you cannot argue the fact that he is one of Bond's greatest allies. Yeah, he's, he's amazing. And actually, he's definitely the ally in License to Kill. Yeah, he yeah. is. He is the ally in License to Kill. Probably not Desmond's finest moment uh, but probably the most he gets to do the most he gets to do the most story relevant drives mm. the boat he remains 
But I mean, I mean, Desmond Just Llewellyn. The he's the grandpa I never had. <laughs> he, he's just a beautiful soul to have served the character so long and so uh, faithfully, you know. And, and and he was willing to go anywhere they wanted to take him. He made mm. Q the silliest of silly. He made him the most serious of serious men as well, <laughs> who wanted only the facts and pay attention, 007. Uh, he, he's a fully formed character, and you can only do that by serving a character so long. Mm. Invented for the films, mm. he is Desmond Llewellyn and always will be, despite how well Ben Whishaw does in yeah, the role. Yeah, he's doing all right. Fabulous. Um, but yeah, he feels like it feels like that Bond is the colleague he loves to hate. Y- yes, you know, it's the thorn in his side. Kind of that gentle ribbing that they have of like pay attention and all that sort of stuff. It makes yeah. your life. He would go to work easier. going, I hope I run into 007 today. Yeah. Oh no, he's in Canada. Yeah. Oh, that <laughs> bastard. Yeah, that <laughs> dodgy fucker. <laughs> well, my number two is Valentin Dmitrievich Zukovsky. Yes! In Golden Iron Twine, played by Robbie Coltrane. Yeah, Zukovsky. Oh, man. The, the, another one who goes on a huge journey. Yep. Um, Coltrane. Coltrane's such an incredible screen presence. Uh, he must have been the the go-to British actor in the 90s and early 2000s. I've re- it really sucks that we don't see him much anymore. Mm. He's probably living off that Harry Potter James Bond money. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't need to work anymore. Um, but, yeah, Zukovsky's great. I love the idea of a former, a former kind of baddie villain who... You know, in a in a in a mission we haven't seen mm. coming back, and it, it gives us glimpses of an ex- expanded universe yes, outside of the films we've seen. That Bond does do jobs that don't, don't always get, get a film. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he like he, all of Daniel Craig's. <laughs> yes, yeah. um, but he kind of uh, he he perfectly encapsulates that uh, post perestroika Russia, and where particularly how the West viewed Russia in the 90s. Yeah. Uh, But he imbues it with with great love and affection and he's very, very funny. Uh, It's a silly line and it's very similar to how Charles Gray pulls off a cringy line. But I always get a chuckle in The World Is Not Enough with The insurance company is never going to believe this. (laughs) (laughs) That is a stupid line, but Robbie Coltrane somehow still gets me to chuckle on that in spite of myself. (laughs) He's brilliant, and his his death and his little knowing smile at Bond as he as he shoots the the class buff on the torture chair. That's a really fitting way to send out an ally. That's that's good shit, Purvis and Wade. <laughs> that is Purvis and Wade. <laughs> that is Purvis that one, and Wade. That, that one, one is. Was. <laughs> well, we're at the pointy end now. The very pointy end. We've gone through this quick, brief, brief word of the day. Brief. Mm. So, Jake, you've gone Dicko, so Godfrey Tibbet, Valentin Sukovsky, and Natalia Simeonova. Yes. Where do you reckon he's going? Well, here? it's interesting that he's sort of stuck to your formula in a lot of ways. I think I've kind of muddied the waters by having Q and Felix if we're comparing the other lists. <laughs> yes. uh, um, the Trey Bond official allies ranking will be a little askew. Darby <laughs> is the rogue agent. I'm the rogue agent here. So if he is continuing down this road... Hmm. Who did I say in my preconceived notion? One did of you say Karen Bay? One of you, said, for you. one of you said Jeffrey Wright. And the other one said... 
Oh, um, I was doing this face when you said it. Hey, well, see, this this has thrown me That's that, thrown he's, a little bit. that he's put in Natalia because my my um, latent sexism <laughs> disqualified Bond women from mm. from the list. He which remembered is my bad. Yeah, he remembered Jeffrey Wright very easily there. That one of he his did said. But I can't see him putting Natalia Simeon over there and then not putting someone else like Pussy Galore. Or, look, I don't think he's going to go Pussy Galore. No, because she's initially a, I more think of a villain. I'm going to say Anya Amasova. Triple oh, X. Yeah. I think Triple X she's is his number actor, one. Though. But because that's part of the, the criteria, mm. and I think for what she does for the franchise, I'm going to say Triple X. I'm going to stick with Jeffrey. All right. You really want to know? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, I do. You're locked in. I am locked yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Tell us. It's my brother from Langley. It's Jeffrey Wright. <laughs> oh, it's from, Feely- from Langley. From Darby. Langley. Because no, no, I think you said Langley. I, I think you said Langley. Langley. <laughs> Langley. I've... Oh, I swear to God. There's not enough rope. It's Jeffrey Wright as Felix Lyra. Brother from Langley. Not Langley. Not Langley, not Lango, not Langster. <laughs> I think he is the coolest man going. Do you prefer him in Casino or Quantum? I. Casino, I think. Yeah. I think when I think Jeffrey Wright, I think Casino. Mm. Isn't yeah. that crazy that he's kind of got that lasting impression as a character? For only a few minutes of screen time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and introduced got, so late in the bloody movie. Yeah, and that's like, right. That's, that is Felix Leiter. Yeah. Yes, there is so... He's, he's an amazing performer. He's an amazing presence. And to that point, the fact that he can burn Felix Leiter into our brains and make such an impact in such little time, it's a testament to him. I love that Felix is a part of the Craig universe. And I am so, 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 so pumped to see what he does in this film that we're eventually going to see. I just hope he's in it for more than 10 minutes or something. I know. I, look, if we get anything from the trailer, I hope scared. he's an integral part. You think he gets I'm scared. Yeah. You're only going to kill him? I think they're teasing that. Bastards. Eaten by a shark? Yeah, well, that's well, it. I, think I that, will that accept. will be their little nod of, because the Craig era has been, oh, yeah, we're going back to Fleming and the Roots, and it's like, well, you abandoned that with Skyfall, but righto. I think they're going to try and do the death of Felix again. Mm. Mm. Really stamp that the Craig era is separate from everything else. From everything else. Yeah. Well, we'll spoilers. Maybe. I don't Maybe. Know. It's hot. <laughs> 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 All right, Darbos, you have gone. All right. Commander Carter from Tuswillam. Yeah. Sir Godfrey Tibbet from Heart Avtac. Uh, Felix Leiter, Jeffrey Wright from uh, Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace. Q, Desmond Llewellyn from Russia with Love through to The World is Not Enough. Yep. Number one. Mayday. God, it can't be. It's Mayday. No, no I told you. He hates Mayday. Yeah. He actually doesn't really like It was like just a Mayday. good example. Yeah. Nah, it was defended. just a good example. He's throwing, he's throwing it off. It was a good off. example. He's throwing it off. Oh, you're an idiot. I think because he's gone Felix Leiter and Q... How, who is a better ally on that rationale? Who could possibly be a better ally than Lois Maxwell's money penny? Well, you say Lois Maxwell, I'm going to say Bernard Carolyn Lees. Carolyn Bliss. 
No, I'm going to say Bernard Lee. You're going to say Bernard the, Lee? The, Not the, Judy Dench. If he's going to go on M, I think it's a Judy Dench. If oh. it's Money Penny, it's Lois Maxwell. Really? But I'm going to say it's Lois Maxwell's Mune Pane. There you go. No, I think it's going to be Bernard. I think he comes around to the grumpy old man. Mm. And the ultimate, the father figure, the Alpha and Omega, the man in charge, the Admiral, M, is his number one. Money Penny crossed my mind oh. for this list. Um, unfortunately, I decided... She doesn't really do that much for James. She's, she's a, emotional support. She's a great emotional ally. Absolutely. What more do you it's, need? But in terms of ally, she doesn't really do much. Because yeah. um, she's an MI6 regular. <laughs> <laughs> it's a separate category. Yes, but Jake, you are correct. <laughs> hey! um, I think Judy Dench was my M. As far as I was concerned, she was the only M. It took my little brain... Quite a time to get around the fact that there is more than one M, and yes. that M is a character that isn't just Judy Dench. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. She, she, she's the lady. She's, I went through she's that. M. But then watching these films and watching Bernard Lee, referencing the novels, I mean, reading the novels, understanding the lore of James Bond, understanding what M represents to James Bond, mm. he is numero uno ally. He, he, James Bond trusts no one like he trusts M, and vice versa. To me, that is the signifier of a true mm. allied partnership. Complete trust, a fellowship more than a partnership. You've really thought about this, haven't you? Yeah, and I know he's an MI6 regular, but according no, to my law, and I respect the yeah, law you've gone yeah. with, I kind of wish that I'd done it too. But this is how the cards were played. And it's just so exclusive, exclusionary, my version of it, though. Well, you like lists and putting people in boxes, yeah, don't you? Yeah, calling yeah, me a dirty devil. Well, I'm also, it, because I, I've been a Bond fan for, for just so long, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> that, you know, I, I'm, stuck, I'm stuck in the old ways. You, you, you respect the law. Yeah, and sometimes the old ways are the best, but sometimes you need, a, need to shake your booty. Mm. Not stir it. No. Not stir it. Now, I've gone... Dicko Henderson, yes. Sir Godfrey Tibbet, <coughs> yes. Karimbe, and Zukovsky. It's a male-heavy list. Do you think... I, I, I've never heard him really sing the praises. Do you think he could chuck a Kincaid on there? Something like that? He, uh, look, I think it's possible. He doesn't have anything from the Craigs. Yes. He's got... He's got a Brozzy. He's got two... Rogies. One Rogie and two uh, Shawnee Sean. boys. There's, it's got to be a Craig. It's got to be a Craig. Who are the Craig allies? Now, did he say that he may allow a Felix Leiter? Yeah, he was a little bit coy, wasn't he? Yeah. I think if he would allow himself one stipulation, and according to the L-O-R-E of James Bond, he would acknowledge that Felix is probably James's greatest ally in the field, right? You would think so. You would think so. Because a lot of these boys, are, they're all... Oh, no, not, not, not all of them, but we've got a couple of... They're all field-based. Yeah, they're all out in the field. There's a yeah. couple of actual contacts, isn't there? Like, uh, isn't Karen Bay head, just, head, of section, yep. head of section? Head of section. So is Dicko. So is Dicko. Jeffrey Tibbetts, an MI6 regular of sorts, who comes along. is a, uh, He's is just a, a, a fill-in <gasps> for the Russian... Kind of what about Gogol? Oh, 
What about Gogol? Yeah, that's an interesting one, isn't it? Because he goes from an enemy to and flips. To well, whatever he needs to be for Mother Russia, right? Yeah, because yeah. He, in the end he turns out to be the kind of M of Russia. Not a true ally, but an ally. Yes, and a, and a frequent one, which may throw him into the MI6 regular category, perhaps. Oh, uh, this is tough. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand by Jeffrey Wright as, as, Felix. as Felix. I think it's, it's the Craig era. I think if he's going to give any concessions to MI6 regulars, it's going to be to a Felix. And I don't think he would um, uh, put any other Felixes. Uh, maybe David Henderson. Henderson. Yeah, yeah, David. Had, he he did the two performances, didn't he? Oh yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. Mm. But I Maybe think it's going to go. Heads. I think it's going to not John go. Terry Henry. No, <laughs> not Jack Lord either. Um, Cat glasses, Jack Lord, not John Terry Henry. It's just yeah, whether or not he's really. I don't know. I don't know where he draws the line. How strong is he yeah, in yeah. that rule of his? Yeah. Because if it if he doesn't buckle on the Jeffrey Wright Felix Leiter thing, I've got no no clue. idea. No idea. I don't even know what metric he's using. You know what I mean? I can't keep up. Yeah. Makes no sense. He just likes characters. He likes appealing characters, really. Yes, and I think backstory and history play into it For quite sure. a bit. You're going Jeffrey Wright? Yeah, I'll stand by that. Could be Mayday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no. Ma- maybe Mathis? Would he love Mathis? Maybe Mathis. Who is a head of section. He does love Mathis. He's a head of... Yeah. And Quantum of Solace gets Brandon going when Mathis goes, when mm. Mathis dies. Mm. He's already put Karen Bay on the list. That's history. That's mentioned. He's mentioned each of these deaths except Dicko as being important, integral to the choice, hasn't he? Mm. All right. Yeah, I'm going Mathis. All right. Mathis? Jeffrey Wright? Jeffrey Wright, Felix Light. Now look, gentlemen. Had I uh, broken free from the shackles uh, that, that I seem to have set myself and no one else has set themselves, uh, this list would probably be head to toe with MI6 regulars. <laughs> but in my head, they are separate. You got Villiers, you got Tanner, you got. <laughs> yeah, Tanner, 100%. Tanner near, was an honourable mention, but I crossed mm. him out because I went, no, Brandon, you stupid moron, he's a regular. <laughs> Gurgle, I count as a regular. Okay. Mm. Yeah, mm. sure. Felix Leiter, I count as a regular. Because of his character. Mm. And if he'd had one more list, he would one more movie, he wouldn't be on this list. But Rene Mathis hey. is my number one ally. You're right. That mm. scene in Quantum of Solace when he dies. I know a lot of people have problems with him being chucked in the dumpster and that. Uh, I don't know. There's something about that where it just feels like Real brutal spy shit. Yeah. yeah, and they all know the game that they're playing. All their dialogue together is fantastic too. A hundred percent. That that's, every scene, every scene. Yeah, and the fact that that Bond really doubts him in Casino Royale and thinks that he has been the one that has turned on him, oh. when really he was mm. the one that had his back the whole time. That's great stuff. Giancarlo Giannini. Oh, like, some actors have a magical ability. To say their first line, and you are instantly trapped in their kind of charisma hole. Mm. <laughs> I'd like to get trapped in your charisma hole. <laughs> um, yeah, he he's superb. Um, God, I don't I don't really know what else to say though. But look, 
Had I opened it up, would would it be Felix Slider, Jeffrey Wright? Maybe. But even then, I actually think Mathis beats well, uh, Felix Slider Well, he's so Slider personally connected to your kind of, your base of emotion as well. In that yeah. he has a great relationship with Vesper too. Yes, he? yes. Yeah. He is also betrayed by, by Vesper, Vesper. Yes. Vesper mm. in this. Mm. Now, it's funny you say this. I didn't realise it, but I've they all tick a criteria. Absolutely. That they are all essentially the head of section point of contact in their respective fields. So Godfrey Tibbet with the racing mm-hmm. community. Yes. Dirko in is the head of section of Japan. Karen Bay is the head of section in Istanbul. Zukovsky, I would say, is a stand in head of section for Soviet Russia. Yeah. Rene Mathis is the, the European French head of section. Yes. And they all meet an untimely death. Does Dicko? Yep. What yep. happens through the wall? It's stabbed oh, in the through back. the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mentioned that earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nigh on 45 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of them meet their, <laughs> meet their death because of something that. Because of Bond's involvement. Ah. So there, Bond there's kills a tragedy. Them. Bond does. He's responsible yeah, yeah. for their deaths. He is. There you are. Mm. You've got blood on your hands. What do we learn? Yes. Don't ally with Bond. That's yeah, right. stay away. Wide berth. And maybe MI6 regulars is not its own segment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have tabulated and fabulated the results. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, this just in. Coming in at 10th spot, we have Commander Carter. Ah, oh, that should have been higher. One point. In ninth spot, Dicko Henderson with two points. In eighth spot, Kevin Bay with three points. Tied six here, lovely respectable score from Q, as played by Desmond Llewellyn and Natalia Simeonova with four points. Coming in on tied fourth, it's Emin Mathis, Mamathis on five. <laughs> Into the pointy end now with the really hot shit. Three, that's Tibbet on six. Hey, Tibbet. Two for the Russian Zukovsky on 007. All right. And one, it's the brother from Langley, Felix Leiter, as played by Jeffrey Wright, on eight points. Device, yes. Divisive list. Let us know what you think. Did we get it horribly wrong? Mm. Yeah, what Are do you they think? Ally, allies? Are What's they your allies? criteria? What's your criteria? Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, as you What's this uh, hat doing no, here? no doubt are aware, yeah. uh, this is episode 49. Ooh. And usually what happens Ooh. after a, a 49th episode, you have a, 50, not a 50th episode. Mm-hmm. Now, we're not going to do that. We are. We, I thought we were going to skip to 51. No, no, no. Oh, we, we are going to do 50. We're going to no, do 50. Yeah, no, we will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh. just that it's a special episode is what we're Oh, yes, yeah. We're still doing Well, we are going to do that, are we? We're and we're doing gonna... the special one. Oh, okay. Oh, well, I had a whole whole thing there, but um, no, yeah, let's do that. You are alright with that? Yeah, I'm alright with that. So you want to do something next week for our 50th? Yeah, fine. Okay. Is this a bit or is this real? <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It's it was our, a bit. It was it's, a bit. A, it's our 50th episode <laughs> next week. And it's also going to be <gasps> the last episode oh. of Trey Bond. Oh, for a while. For a little while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll be back. We but need a it's, break. It's Christmas in Australia. Uh, time to gather around all the family. <laughs> no one outside of Australia will get that. <laughs> Google it. Uh, but we thought we would go out with a, a bang. Yeah. Ooh. A banger. A kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Oh. A slightly different episode yeah. than what we've ever did or done. That's right. <laughs> well put. Couldn't have put it better myself. <laughs> 
So we'll be doing a, well, a kind of a, a trivia. A bit of a... Yes, yeah. a special trivia 50, 50th episode anniversary. What better episode. way to test all that we've learnt. Yes. And, what, and, um, and, and, and how have we put a Trayvon spin on this trivia, fellas? Well, as you know, we draw uh, when we go for our unofficial films or our films yes. or our uh, top fives. Yeah, uh, we, we have a hat. We have yes. a hat. Tells us what to do. And it tells us what to do. So we've filled a uh, hat with with the uh, topics. With, with categories. Categories which we came up with before this episode. Yes. We're very proud of them. And we must go away after our categories so have we'll been given each, to we'll us. So we'll each pick three categories. That's correct. And then we go away and we need to write out ten questions to test uh, the other two members of Trayvon. And you can play along at home too. Absolutely. But you can cheat and said, oh, I would have answered that way, yeah, so yeah. I'll give myself that point. Yeah. Yeah. It's heaps fun. Scribble out what you wrote but down. But yeah, yeah. you are also invited, of course, to contribute ten of the questions. So there'll be uh, nine categories that we draw from. Yes. Uh, that will make 90 questions. We're talking 100 questions 100 here. 100 mother-flippin' <laughs> questions. You hear me, you fucking ding-dongs? <laughs> <laughs> this is some serious dirty devil shit. <laughs> um, and so we want you to submit a, a question or two uh, through the official uh, Trayvon channel. Or yes. ten. But we won't... We'll but probably we'll probably one. only pick one if you send ten And through. we'll Don't only pick greedy. ten in total. From so the official channel. If 11 challenge. people submit a question, someone's going to miss out. And they'll be random. Uh, what, what I would prefer you to do, and uh, this might be a little tricky for some, but send it through to the Trey Bond Pod uh, email uh-huh. at gmail.com. Yep. TreyBondPod.gmail.com. I know that one. Send it through as an attachment. <gasps> a Word document or a PDF. Why? Have the first page have only the question on it. Oh. And have the second page have the answer. Brandon doesn't want to know the answer. That way I won't know the answer. So you want them and to create... You're trusting that people will create a two-page PDF. Yes. And if you fuck it up, name and shame. I'm, yeah. It's 50 episodes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're going to get I'm it. out. I'm You're out. You're going to get it. <laughs> so you'll only accept... Questions that have that structure? Yep. All right. And I'm trusting that you put the answer on the other page. <laughs> what if they don't supply the answer? Then they've really stitched Greek. out. Yeah, okay. Name and shame. Should we pull? Let's do I it. I beg your pardon? One, <laughs> one each, one at a do time. Do I read it out? When no, I... no, we'll, we'll reveal after. Reveal first round? Or do we pick out yeah, all three? Yeah, let's go. Let's the, go let's first go. round reveals. Yep. All right, my first pick... Uh, I've got to come up with ten questions... Yes. ...for the category called... High scores. Oh. oh, tell us a little bit about yeah. high scores. High buddy. scores is everything and anything to do with the music of Ooh. James Bond. Ooh, that's a bit special. Ooh. I collected the category of quote and quotables. Oh. Uh-huh. For all you Jeopardy fans out there, uh-huh. I need to come up with ten questions surrounding the quotes. Of the James Bond films. Mm, official only. Official, official only. only. None of that unofficial shit. Uh, well, I've picked The Bonds That Tie. Oh. <laughs> and that is all about the character <laughs> of James Bond. His not, quips and quirks. Yeah, not the actors. Not the actors. No. Quips and quirks. What does James Bond like? What doesn't yeah. he like? Him as a real man. Real man. Mm. And you can pull that from the novels if you from want. From the novels and 
Perhaps a video game. Oh, Ooh, but not the unofficial film. Absolutely not. No. All right. Okay. Okay. Interesting. My second category mm-hmm. is devoted to the things that Trey Bond hates oh. about the James Bond universe. Oh yes. It's been it or burn it. Yay! Good category that one. Um, I managed to pull out of the hat. Q branches out. Oh, witchy. It's all about. The gadgets. Ah, right. Well, Q-related items, yep. gadgets, Anything. and vehicles. Ah, uh, see, that's a blurry line. It is. If it comes from Q, you'll do it. If it comes from Q branch, it's out. Mm. As a question. What? <laughs> well, I've got a, a very meta category oh, here. Oh, damn uh, it. Mine is the one that Jake really wanted, and I'm <laughs> so pleased that he hasn't got it. It's... Tray history. Questions about the podcast (laughs) itself. (laughs) Random moments and uh, it just means I'm going to have to go through all the old episodes. What are you going to do there? I have no idea, but um, buckle up. (laughs) Good luck. All right. All right. Our final category each. All right. All right. All right. I have collected my final category for my... Ten questions. Ten questions of 30. uh, (laughs) Is... Directed by. Oh, oh how fitting. We'll be we'll be quizzing you on the directors of Trey. Oh, not Trey Bond. That's us. Yes. James Bond. <laughs> yes. Yes. Fabulous. Uh, for my third and final category, ladies and gentlemen, I have collected Bond's baddies. Dun, dun, dun. Or uh, questions related to the villains and/or henchmen. Just the baddies. The bad guys of the Bond films. Well, my uh, final uh, category is You Know Their Names. Ooh. And that is... It's a song. Uh, uh, it is a, well, it's a variation sort of. on, yeah, on the yeah, song's yeah. title uh, of my favourite Bond film. Uh, <laughs> that is about the actors who have been in James Bond films. That's going to be a tough one. So it will be either complete the quote... And or name the character who says the quote, mm. or name the actor who plays the character. Interesting, interesting mm. uh, cards we've drawn yes. here. Because I mean, for example, directed by, you'd think I'd, I'd be a shoe in to answer those questions, yeah. but I'm asking them. Yes. yes. <clears throat> and for example, uh, the actors, you'd be best at that. Yes. So you're asking it. I am. We've got a bit of a jumbled list here. Yes. We do. And Jake well, doesn't know any. And for me. I'd be good at all three of these, oh, yeah. so it all worked out in the end. Well, let's run through it. All so, right. your category starts. My categories are high scores, the music of James Bond, bin it or burn it, the things we hate, and directed by mm. the directors of the James Bond films. Fabulous. Wonderful. Keeping it brief, I collected quote and quotables, uh, the quotes of the James Bond films. Guess mm. who said what? Uh, Q branches out. Uh, questions around Q branch, gadgets, vehicles, gizmos, and widgets. Widgets and wadgets. Um, and f- the third and final, uh, Bond's baddies. Questions around the villains and henchmen of the official James Bond film. Well, I can't wait. This is exciting. And I've got the Bonds that tie, which is about the. How many b- syllables b- in bon- tie? B- tie! Look out, Liza! One for the album. Maybe Liza does these questions. <laughs> uh, the Bonds at Tie, it's all about the man himself, the man, the myth, legend, James Bond. He's coming up after the hour. Trey history, that's uh, all the things you love to hate about us. And you know their names, the many actors and actresses 
that have been in the Bond films. And then you, my dear listeners... Don't forget your job. ...will be the category of Dirty Devil De Questions. <laughs> Couldn't get that last D. D. If you can think of another a synonym uh, for questions or... Yeah, put it in the subject heading. Put it in the subject heading. And yeah. uh, It has to be alliterative. Yes. So Dirty Devil's... Yeah. Has to have Dirty Devil in it. If you can beat the questions, uh, you probably won't. Do good on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, and anyone listening, oh. we will join you next week for, for the last episode 50. The last one in a while. Last one for a while. Oh, it'll be a sad mm. one. It'll be a tearjerker. Well, yeah, well. We've had a couple of those on the, on the podcast <laughs> so far. As long as we play Casino Royale, we'll have uh, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> In a puddle. <laughs> well, we'll see you next time. Ta-ta. Bye! Bye.